Hello and welcome to another edition of the Go Play That podcast. Our normal host Rob Cook is not here today, but we've got a special surprise for you in the newest member of Go Play That. His name is Dan. Hello, Dan. Hey, Tom. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. How's it going, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, very, very well, since we last spoke, which is about 20 minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Dan. This is your first uh, no, time on a podcast. Let's just, get, let's just cut to the chase and start <laughs> talking about games. I would like to remain a mystery to our um, our listeners. A mystery wrapped in an, an enigma. That was easier to think that, than yeah. it was to say, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you're the mystery man. Uh, let's just jump right in then. What have you been playing? What's going on in your gaming life? Well, yeah, so I, I grabbed a load of stuff in the uh, pre-Black Friday sales uh, on PSN. Uh, I grabbed Dragon's Dogma, which is an old favourite of mine. Uh, that's the Dark Arisen version, which I assume has some new things in it. I, I actually didn't bother to uh, really look those things up. I just thought, yeah, the game's cheap. I'll get it for my PS4. I got Nier Automata, or Automatica, or I can't really remember. And I haven't played that much at all, so I'm not going to talk about it at all. Uh, and I also got GTA uh, with the, for the sole want of playing it online, because I've played the story on PS3. I haven't played yep. it online for a while, but I thought, as we've been enjoying quite a few nightly sessions of uh, Fortnite multiplayer, it'd be cool to like vary up um, the game. Uh, and there's been a few things about the online um, that I've been interested to find out more about uh, since I haven't been playing. Cool. Okay. How about you, how about your good self? Uh, I did the same thing with the Black Friday sales. I had to wait to the actual Black Friday because uh, of the uh, issues I've talked about many times in the past with uh, my PSN accounts that I can only buy from my English account, but my it's my Spanish account that has plus. Oh. So and because Sony will never ever ever let you migrate accounts, then yeah, it's kind of why do you have a Spanish why do you have a Spanish account? Because I lived cause there you... for a decade. <laughs> no, but okay, but what can't can't you just use the same account? I've only had. I'm just trying to think, like if I had a Spanish account when I was in Spain, but. So basically, um, the issue is that all my plus games, as I lived there for two years while I owned a PlayStation, that all my plus games are linked to that account, and if I stop paying for plus, I lose all those games. Sure. Also, I'm, like, rank 20 on trophies, and I've got, like, a lot of history. Like, basically, that's the account I've had since I had my PlayStation. Yeah, but so you need to have an Eng- a, a, a UK account now you're in the UK. Is that a thing? Yes. So I have a okay. UK account, but obviously I'm not going to play for uh, pay for Plus on two accounts. That yeah, would be fair enough. That, that's yeah. fair enough. So um, for the good listeners, um, I don't know shit about anything. Um, that's becoming, <laughs> like, apparent now. Um, and just expect far more ignorance to come out of <laughs> your Australia. But I have a lot of opinions. Yeah, uh, which is, ignorance, which is, um, that is always a recipe for disaster. I think, I know, I think that's normal. Mostly the, the most ignorant <laughs> have the most opinions. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Says the person who helps to run an opinion blog. Uh, <laughs> we've, got the, um, we've got the space for opinions because we don't have that space filled with facts. Exactly. 
So, uh, yeah, I did buy because uh, the good people at Sony were, were good enough to extend the same sales to non-plus members. I bought uh, Nier Automata again. Uh, and I bought Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. And I didn't buy GTA because I was holding off on it. And then you guys all bought it and are playing together now and being all cool. And I... Yeah, yeah. we did mention it. I, th- I feel like we mentioned it whilst it was still on sale. But I guess he just, I don't know, had that trepidation. The, pro- the problem is with the Go Play That crew, and Rob's going to kill me when he hears this, is I've been burned several times by buying games specifically to play multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And then them not playing said game. Okay. So they get really excited about a game and say, oh, yeah, 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 we should totally play this. Everybody buy it. And I shell out 25 uh, Brexit books or whatever. <laughs> and uh, we end up never, ever, ever playing it. So Yeah. No, I mean, it's a, it's a regular uh, epidemic for a lot of my online stuff. Um, I get super excited and I go all in. And then, um, yeah. But it hasn't yeah. happened. It happens. It hasn't happened since I've been a go play that it, and um, I'm usually online and usually up for like multiplaying stuff because I have no life or friends, uh, so I need to kind <laughs> of, you know, yeah, live out my fantasies in the evening. You're, you're just raising the bar of what go play that could be. So, um, so yeah, uh, tell us about some of the purchases you made. Like, what's what's been grabbing your attention since you splashed this cash? Well, so yeah, I mean, like in the theme of like online stuff, uh, like GTA Online is like a really interesting concept. Um, you know, it, it offers a lot of varied like styles of content, let's say, mm-hmm. um, in that you can kind of, I mean, you can just sort of drive around and dick about as everybody does in GTA and yeah, murder people, try to score um, with some some ladies of the night. Um, I, I don't know if there's any uh, male prostitutes in the game, but I am desperately seeking them because <laughs> if there's not, then that's that's utter BS, and I will write a harshly worded letter to Rockstar. I think you should. Read. Yeah. Think well, should. I, I haven't verified one one way or the other yet, and I haven't. I've only ever really thought about it whilst I've been at work, so I haven't wanted to Google it either. Um, and anyway, so there's like yeah, and there's lots of like mini games and stuff like that, which are like really cool. Um, I played some tennis last night with with Earl, which was awesome. Um, and there's that whole kind of thing where you can kind of start to build like your empire. Um, you know, and you start off with a little money doing kind of fairly like scrubby, like um, you know, criminal work. Um, and then as you sort of rise up in terms of your assets, you can invest in things that get you access to more like high scale you know crime like heists and gun running and drug dealing and all all that groovy stuff yeah um and i've always liked about some of the older gta games the idea of you know rags to riches starting off as like a like a, a street hoodlum um you know getting a little bit of dosh behind you investing it scaling up that that whole kind of thing a little bit like you know the whole breaking bad thing you know how walter white um, went from chemistry teacher to uh, drug kingpin. I like that progression, and I think certainly in the previous two games, so five that I'm obviously playing, and um, and four, that it kind of lost some of that aspect of of you know progression, and like I found myself a multi-millionaire um, doing 
fetch quests for just some some jerk who told me to. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I just pay someone to do this for me. I'll just walk out onto the street right now and give someone a million quid to do this for me. And be like, and I'll still yeah. be really, really rich. Um. So it just it that kind of bugs me a little bit because I felt like, uh, and and I think the online probably is sort of cognizant of this aspect and and go some way to sort of give players like me that that aspect is that you can use your funds to to buy things like um you can become the ceo of various businesses and as i understand it and i haven't done a whole bunch of this but as i understand it you can employ your friends and other people to like help with the business so going to retrieve stock i guess that you can sell cars you can run guns <coughs> that kind of thing um, so that's all really cool. I'm really looking forward to exploring that. What I I've will seen, say. Uh, oh, no, carry sorry, on. carry on. No, 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 go. So what I will say is that the actual like online component of playing with friends has been baffling um, <laughs> in terms of getting into a game with someone that you know I want to play with, someone that's a on my friends list on PSN and B in my crew which is like the game's way of saying you're like affiliated like i can i can select an option to join them but it does nothing to kind of keep us partied um you can enter multiple like mini games and stuff like that together and whilst you're sort of doing that as long as you press the right buttons you, you stay together but when you quit out of them you get kicked off into different servers or different sessions or whatever you want to call them and that's just fundamentally an idiotic application in my mind like you know of course i would want to stay with my friends um of course after a rousing game of tennis um i would want to steal a car with my friend go downtown and run over a bunch of pedestrians with my friend um i mean that's saturday for us isn't it so <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> sometimes it's tuesday um yeah, so, I yeah get I it, though. so so is it really that difficult like or is it just not intuitive like are there ways I mean, that you can stay with your friends or or is it literally just like you have to find your friends again every time so so maybe is the answer to the question like um i was playing with oh so i, I i'm thick as shit with this this kind of thing so there could be a big green button in the middle of the screen saying press this to stay with your friends i'll just ignore it and press the button that I want to press. But uh, yeah, Earl was looking at it as well, and and he may have figured out like the way you're supposed to do it. We need to test that at some point. Yeah. But you know, I I googled it. Um, it seemed like there were plenty of other people on the forums and game FAQs, etc., asking the same question. Um, you know, it 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 isn't only me that gets uh gets confused by these things in this game and it just feels like i don't know like this this online mode has been out for a long time that functionality i think exists in a lot of other games the idea of being partied and staying with people it's, i don't think there's a technical hurdle there it's just it, like it a design seems, choice it does seem quite weird being the fact that uh they've put so much love and attention like the last time i played gta online was as you said when you were playing PS3, I was probably playing the Xbox 360 version, um, and I I played a lot of it, and I I went online a little bit, and it was like a little bit janky and a little bit empty, and I don't think even I don't think heists were available then. It was just like doing like team deathmatch and various different modes. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. they've obviously spent since then 
a lot of time and money um, to to expand and to keep this game world going. So it does seem very strange to me that they wouldn't just have a very quick friends joining facility or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I can't imagine there's any there's many people buying the game now that would buy it to play like that haven't yeah they haven't already played the core game and they would be buying it to play like the story. Um, I would imagine that a lot of people like me had it on PS3 and thought, oh yeah, well I'll I'll get this on um I'll get this on um on PS4. That would be cool. That's what I'm that's what I'm playing on now. Yeah. Um. So, you know, online should be the focus, and it just feels like that particular aspect is probably quite a quick win from a usability standpoint. Yeah. Totally. Um. So yeah. Um. That bit I don't get. Um, but are you having a really fun? Reason, like, um, when we yeah, we're, now we're getting better at kind of doing it. Um, I would say so. And again, like, what was it? I was playing like Final Fantasy fourteen recently, and I remember thinking there were some equally difficult components to that. I can't remember specifically what, but it was in a similar vein to, you know, um, design choices that seemed counterintuitive. Mm. Um, and I was going somewhere with this, and as per usual, the the point <laughs> that <laughs> has eluded you <laughs> has completely has completely evaporated from my brain. Um, so yeah, I I I can't really keep talking uh, in any sensical manner. <laughs> That's fine. So, but I, again, like so so nonsensical uh, systems aside. Like you, once you're into it, like uh, I guess you're having fun. Like the the general chatter seems to be that you're. Yes, sorry, that yeah. was the, the, the that was the thing. So yes, I remember now what I was going to say. So like pointlessly unneeded barriers to entry that um you know I have pers- you know um have broken through because I know that the actual core of the game will be quite fun. So like Final Fantasy had this really weird thing where like. I was trying to patch the game and it was a huge patch and the patch kept breaking. Uh, and I was like, you know, having to kind of wait through a really long download process only to go back to it and see an error message telling me that like my download had failed. Um, and I'd have to sort of basically do these downloading these little, like, you know, one megabit to 300 megabit like increments and it was like so painful i was like jesus if this was like the actual user experience as opposed to you know me being um maybe unlucky or whatever um who who would who would do that this game would fail um but yeah i persisted because i really wanted to play the game um gta online like i know there's a load of stuff there that i do want to engage with so i will put up with the weird online stuff and the learning curve because um, I know that ultimately I will be satisfied. Excuse me, satisfied when I kind of learn how to play it. Yeah. But I don't. I don't need to be like this confused. It it could be better. Sure. Um, yeah. Totally. I mean. Um, I mean, time is so precious for us as well. At at this, where you know, none of us are twenty years old with nothing to do in our lives anymore. Uh, so, you know, that, that can sometimes be the difference between having an online session or not, I guess. 
you know, uh, like like when we were playing Fortnite the other day and it, it wasn't loading for some reason or we had real troubles joining each other's parties and things like that. And it was like, I could feel the minutes ticking away. You know, I was like, I, I know that I'm only going to be on for an hour and every minute that I sit in this useless lobby is taking away some of my actual enjoyment <laughs> time kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like we, we are still a sizable market. Like, yeah, maybe there are more kids with time on their hands and stuff. But, you know, over 30s, um, dudes who grew up with gaming, like, we, there's a bunch of us, uh, and yes, we have less time now, so, like, don't dick around with it, like, sort your netcode, sort your netcode out, sort your design <laughs> out, Yeah. like, you know, let us play, that's what we want to do, like, we want to play your games, to the point where we'll, we'll sit through them, but at some point, like, I'll just, I'll just go, no, no, I can't do this, Yeah. if there's no, no resolution to my, no problem, I won't do it. Yeah, let's go and play something totally different that works yeah. faster. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and again, that was why I was a bit leery about getting into the GTA thing as well, because my my experience of GTA Online wasn't fun when I played it. I know that there's been a lot of improvements and a lot of new stuff uh, that have come into it, but um, yeah, it was like... I just spent I th- 65 quid on two games. Uh, do I spend another 20 quid on a third game and... Like possibly deny my family members Christmas presents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't bought a, a huge amount of games this year anyway. So like, it, it wasn't um, a, a tough choice for me. Uh, Dragon's Dogma was like eleven quid, so you know it wasn't like a, a big financial issue for me. Uh, and I, I, it's been something I've been waiting to go on sale for a while now anyway. Um, so yeah, it's just a kind of like, oh great, twenty quid, boom. That's, to be- that's low enough for me. To be fair, those sales were amazing as well. Like, I, I would have jumped all over Grand Theft Auto had I not already 100%ed the main, st- like, the actual single player. Um, yeah, I think I think they could, like, box up online um, as its own thing. And in fact, I think if they're going to make a, a new game, I think it should be online only. Um, or, like, you know, um, this kind of thing only. Like, you should be able to play it single player. But I think... You know, it should be in a persistent like online world, and I'd be really, you know, interested if they could like develop the whole idea of hierarchies within groups of people, players making quests for other players. Like, you know, I start playing the game from day one, and I grind it. I get loads of money. I buy myself like you know, um, a big house, and suddenly I'm like, right, well, I've got a business doing. Um, I'm I'm making I'm cooking meth. Yeah. So I need to employ people to get all the meth bits. I need to employ people to cook the meth, which can be its own mini game. Uh, I need people to go sell it, which is again its own mini game. And then other players can do that as their way of earning money, climbing the ranks, and that kind of thing. So the whole thing becomes like completely player-driven. Now there will be people at the top of the food chain who, you know, um, you know, it can get a bit Eve Online-y, and sure. like, you know, you can maybe have people like usurping the kingpin and stealing their fortune and you can have epic sorry my imagination is going into overdrive now but you can have an epic heist quest where you're stealing actual funds from so so what you want so what you want is basically online narcos like the tv show that kind of thing yeah i would boring cartels i would fuck (laughs) i would fuck together um, eve online and gta to make a, a baby that was beautiful Sounds good. Your your breeding uh, qualities are impeccable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
as is my breeding um, tactics and execution. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, um, did you play any Dragon's Dogma then? Because uh, that was the one that I was kind of gutted about missing out on. But then again, I just bought Near, and I also bought... Uh, I didn't buy, but I just installed Tales of Berseria that I had for ages already, which is like another 40-hour RPG. So, mm-hmm. like, I left Dragon's Dogma alone when I, I really should have bought it for that ridiculous price. How is it? Yeah, did, I, like- did I miss out? It's it's a good game. I have a bit of a problem when it comes to um, RPGs that I used to love ever since playing Zelda, um, because Zelda is like to me one of the best games I've ever played. Um, We're talking about the Switch Shadow Zelda here, uh, and it's a similar kind of uh, Breath of the, yeah Breath of the Wild, so yeah. Wii U or Switch. Yeah, um, the latest Zelda, and. In short, my point is that having played that game, which I think is nearly perfect, um, when I go back to, say, um, Dark Souls, uh, Dragon's Dogma, where, like, there's a bits in it that are cool, but, like, it's riddled with, like, RPG tropes, like fetch quests and quest hubs and all these kind of, like, pages and pages of things to do and places to go that exist in Zelda but the way they're delivered to you never feels like you're like overwhelmed by it it's like you can go do whatever you want whenever you want hmm. um and I never at any point do I feel like I'm not getting the full game experience by like not sifting through all my quests and don't get me wrong like they're all listed in like a, a journal in the same way I don't <coughs> it's hard to put my finger on but I never felt like you know to get to the next bit I had to do all these things where like Dragon's Dogma, like you go to town, you go to like an area and there's a board full of quests. And I'm like, is this, this is all I've got to do. But what I really want to do is like go out, look around and kill shit. Um, I don't want to be locked into some kind of quest chain or something like that. I I don't care about the story. Um, I just want to make my dude as awesome as possible. And I want to go out, earn money, buy new armor, new weapons, level up, all that kind of stuff. Um, and a lot of the games don't really offer that, or you know, maybe I'm playing them wrong, but I don't see the option there. Um, I feel like I've got to do the things. I've got to kill the chickens and collect the something yeah. horns and that kind of stuff. So when I was playing Dragon's Dogma, and I'll, I'll go back to it and I'll give it a bit more of a chance. Like there's, there's some really decent stuff in there, but I just felt a bit bored. And I was like, oh, I wish this game was a bit more like Zelda. <laughs> and I just thought, I, just thought I, I might just go play Zelda. That that is quite the so, impossible uh, ask to put on a lot of games, though. You know, like you could literally ruin your entire playing career by just sitting there going, "I wish this was more like Zelda." I think um, if I was going to design uh, an RPG, um, I would, uh, yeah, with with my current mindset of being more like Zelda, I would think about like you know breaking the tropes in terms of like quest hubs and you know run from point a to b kill the thing get the rewards do the next part of the quest all that kind of stuff and just try and make it feel a little bit more like i was deciding what to do and the quests evolved because i decided i want to do something so i don't know say there's like a beast you know um ransacking a town 
I don't want to have to like go to a board where it says, oh, this beast's been ransacking our town, you should kill it, and then go figure out where that is and all the things. I just want to go to that town and there's a beast there, and I'm like, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill that thing. Yeah. That thing that's cool. I wanna I wanna try and fight it. Um. Or like you know if I see a castle that looks interesting and I decide I want to go in that and clear it out and kill the stuff in it then that's my my option um not that I've picked it up as part of a quest chain like in, in Zelda like you know you could come across all the like divine beasts and stuff like that just by just running around looking around you didn't have yeah. to like do questy bits Sure, I guess um, I guess that that sort of comes from. Uh, I mean, to some extent, you you have like a mix when you when you look at the Elder Scrolls games. Like, there's definitely a lot of exploration and stumbling across random stuff. Well, that's uh, how I always I, play, um, like Oblivion and Skyrim. That I would purposefully just utterly ignore the you know, the quest lines. Sure. And I would yeah. just go out into the world and just explore and get really powerful with the idea that I could always come back to the quest lines. Should I, you know, should I want to? Yeah. Uh, and sometimes I did and I was like ridiculously powerful. Uh, and that was kind of fun in its own way. But Skyrim uh, and Oblivion, especially for me, I think did a really good job of giving you that kind of, that same kind of feeling, which is why they're, they're excellent games. I yeah. think that, like, I mean, Souls, it, it, I, I mentioned that before, like, <coughs> it by no means gives you quests or any of those things. I mean, I, I've always loved the game because it doesn't, you know, put you on, like, a sort of linear... Well, I mean, it is it is linear in terms of, like, how you progress and all, all those things. It's a lot more open. I think with Souls, like, I don't know, there was just... Um, I think I just played them too much, and when I went back to them, I was like, oh, do you know what? I played this game to death. I need... I need to move on from it. Sure. So it's a it's um it's a complex issue. I don't know if I'll enjoy another RPG after Zelda. That's what I'm <laughs> hoping isn't the case. You're now worrying me because I love RPGs and I haven't played Zelda yet. Like I only got my Switch like two weeks ago, so I haven't even bought Zelda yet. If and... you um if you play it, just plan your suicide for immediately after finishing. <laughs> yeah, like that's it. It's done. It's over. No, but uh, I have now played RPGs. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I do totally get what you mean because, like, uh, like what you were saying about Skyrim and Oblivion. Like when I first played Morrowind, um, I was so powerful that I basically, like, almost one shot at the final boss because I'd scoured, right. <laughs> I'd scoured the landscape, and I had like rings that put my power up by so much and. All my armor was like the best thing and the swords. And it was literally just like, you know, pottering around like, oh, let's go in this cave and find uh, yeah. a thing. And again, the Witcher 3 especially had a good mix of that. Like you could have like random exploration that led you into stuff. Not quite the same level as Skyrim. Um, but it did feel a lot more sort of you focused in the way that you do the quests instead of saying you know like obviously the monster board made sense in that game but i i really struggled with witcher to be really? honest okay for that for, because it because like it was that same formula also like i mean there was a there was a few things i had issues with in witcher 
like I had to play that game like in my head because like Ger- Geralt like is like he talks like this and he's like <laughs> this cool American accent and like everybody else in the game sounds like they're from Leeds yeah <laughs> right and it's just yeah. like what's going on so I was like saying to a buddy of mine like well maybe this isn't really like maybe this isn't like really a like a fantasy game maybe it's like a LARPing game and actually this guy's just like yeah just taking it way more seriously than than everybody else um and then i that's how i kind of played it and then i found it really funny to that is yeah that's a really funny way of looking at the game that would be like quite amusing yeah i almost wish i could, could take control and like make that meta more like apparent like just a few little clues like you know, um, there's a scene where he wakes and he's just like in an apartment, and then it quickly flashes to back to like fantasy world. And you're yeah. like, Oh wait, what was that? But you do you do bring up quite an interesting point because I saw somebody mentioning on Twitter the other day that they're really really tired of regional working class accents automatically being baddies in fantasy games. Like, and this goes back through Fable and and a, a lot of RPGs. Like, you will have like especially like northern working class accents and you're a baddie or you're stupid <laughs> yeah. yeah well i mean wasn't wasn't anyone everyone in fable like from norfolk well um, basically yes um, i think so <laughs> like but, uh, I, I, yeah only only you didn't speak as a character yeah. so he you, your, your character probably had the same accent yeah maybe <laughs> but it would ruin all sense of heroics if you're just like, all right, how are you doing? <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, voice acting's a thing in of itself, and, like, again, I can take or leave cinematics and stuff like that. Uh, maybe a bit of variation would be would be cool, um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't really have a, a problem with that, but then I don't really have an accent. Yeah, there is that. So, I yeah, I think, yeah, I think it must be annoying, though, if you're from Barnsley and you just sound like the villain in every video game. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I haven't played Nier yet. Uh, <laughs> just play, play to, like, just become a villain. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, are you going to talk to me about... Sorry, yeah, go on. So, you haven't, you haven't played Nier yet. Um, are you going to tell me anything about Wolfenstein? Uh, yes, I hopefully will convince you to just go and buy it. <laughs> did you did you play uh, New Order? No, I haven't played it. I haven't played Wolfenstein since it was like sixteen bits or however many bits it was back way back then. Okay. Um. So the the first thing I would suggest is you go and you get New Order, like Wolfenstein New Order, the reboot. Because that was majestic in its own right. Um, well, I'm not really into first-person shooters. Okay. Why? Uh, I don't know. I guess, like, they just never really... Um, like, just inspired me particularly. Like, I had a lot of fun with, like, COD 4 way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, got called all manner of names under the sun and thought well this isn't any fun i think i've always just liked the role play element to computer games like having an avatar that you know preferably i can customize all those things that's why rpgs have always spoken to me mm-hmm. um you know the worst thing in the world for me is like a an fps with like a story i'm like oh god i don't care just let me shoot stuff 
um you know and i think a lot of a lot of first person shooters um really try and get into like some kind of story and i'm just like uh so okay. yeah i don't really know let me try and let me try and sell this to you then um it is an fps but it's a balls out fps in the style of last year's doom and wolfenstein new order before it um so it is very much like you can stealth it if you want, but stealth doesn't ever last very long. You have to go loud quite quickly. Um, but you still get the full satisfaction of that golden eye, like silence pistol creeping up behind people, dropping them with a single headshot kind of thing. Um, there is a story to it, but again, the story is just like totally whacked out, like um, 70s B-movie kind of... Uh, action weirdness it it doesn't take itself seriously in any way so um i i want to try and sell it without spoiling the story um so at one point you end up nuking uh, a nazi base okay okay so a lot of the spider yeah so a lot of the surviving Nazis uh, basically go to Venus to start a new base where you can't possibly get to them. So you go, okay, tell you what, we'll just hijack a flying saucer from Roswell and go to Venus and kick some more Nazi ass on Venus. It's that level of story. And he's died. Uh, <laughs> was it too shocking for you <laughs> <laughs> so um just for your reference like um for whatever reason our connection is terrible so what i'm getting from you is really really interesting sounding little sound bites like the word venus um and stuff like that but unfortunately the, the full cell you're giving me i'm not getting all of so whilst um, it, yeah it sounds that there are interesting bits to it i'm not really <laughs> getting the uh getting the delivery on it unfortunately that is not um, cool <laughs> no but maybe i'll just listen back to the the podcast podcast once it's uh posted and i'll be like oh okay that's what that's what venus meant in that context yeah totally and and you know all all our lovely uh listeners will have already heard it so that's good so basically yeah it's a uh it's an insane balls out first person shooter that i had a lot of fun with it's entirely unapologetic with what it does it's mm-hmm. It, it it does one thing and it, it allows you to kill Nazis in the most violent way possible. Okay. Which is nice. So, like, I mean, that's... I suppose so, like... And obviously, Nazis are a very bad thing. Um, mm. no, no dispute there. But I always kind of feel conflicted when, like, I'm encouraged to murder other humans in, you know, dramatic way. Like, saying, this person's so evil that you can't perform evil acts upon them no matter what you do because they're so bad mm. and their views are so abhorrent that you're now absolved from any guilt um which i yeah i think that's true i think that's bollocks i think that if you committed a heinous act to a heinous person like two wrongs don't make a right um and so i find games that kind of are a little bit I don't know, like encouraging to that, like yeah, it's fine to murder Nazis in really horrendous ways. I think, well, that's kind of not the point, is it? Really, like that the, they were bad because they did bad things to people. So doing more bad things to people doesn't really solve that problem. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a game, right? So 
they're, maybe they're not trying to make some kind of bold thing. Um, but I just find it weird. And I remember, like, do you remember Manhunt from back in the day? Like, uh, that was really, really grim. Um, it was really, really grim, but it kind of was... I don't know, like, I think it did a really good job of making me like not want to kill people because um, I knew that I wasn't going to do it in a nice way. Not that there is a nice way to do mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah. Well, okay, Tom, like, it's been great talking to you. I, I wonder if, like, we've kind of reached a point where we're not really going to get much further because of our errant disconnection issues. Um, maybe this is a good point to, to wrap it up. No worries. Let's uh, call it a day there. Um... Buy Wolfenstein 2, buy Grand Theft Auto 5, and probably buy Dragon's Dogma, maybe, if you fancy it. And, um, yeah, we'll see you next time on the next Go Play That podcast. In the meantime, please do go to our um, website, if you feel so inclined, and give us a follow on Twitter. Dan, it's been lovely to have you. Bye, everybody. Thank you very much for joining us, and we'll see you all next time. Yeah.